Why Do You Know That, the party podcast that wants to know why you know so much about a very specific topic. I'm Nadia Osman. I'm Steve Slaga. Steve, this is a little different. <laughs> just a little. Just just a smidge. We are in completely different rooms. We are doing this. I don't I don't know where you're what you're doing or what you're looking like or your <laughs> facial expression. I'm smiling right now, just imagining you say that. Uh, <laughs> okay, good. Steve, how you doing? Good. I'm, I do want to first thank you for not introducing the idea that we should also be on video during this because oh, I would have. No. no, I would have obliged, but I wouldn't have wanted to. No, absolutely <laughs> not. Here's the thing. Number one, we are doing an audio format. That means you are listening to us. Number two, the idea of going on video right now is perplexing and honestly very upsetting. And so I, many people are really into it. I work from home already. I have a day job that allows me to do that. So I'm very used to things like Zoom and your Google Hangouts. And most of us who are used to that turn the camera off generally because you've seen our bad apartment. You've seen how little light we get. And you know that we're probably in our pajamas. Right now, though, there seems to be this real push towards putting like a fun background or like mm-hmm. I had a, I had a coworker turn themselves into a pickle with a pickle filter and I was like okay it is fun that you're a pickle but also w- when did we all get so into this we don't need to do this right now it's okay it's it's a novelty and it's less it's it's less satisfying than hanging out in person and I will tell you this week has given me it has really made me reflect on myself because I'm not going to lie. I've been fucking fine. Like, yes, <laughs> yes, I do like hanging out with people. And yes, I do miss like going places. And yes, of course I want the world to get back to normal. But in terms of like not going out to restaurants, bars are closed, parties are canceled. Like again, bummer. It's fun to hang out, but I feel like everybody else is going crazy and I'm just kind of like, all right, so see you in June. See you in June. Yeah. (laughs) No, I'm very similar. I think because I work from home, I don't have to be out in public all the time. There's plenty of days where I've gone without leaving the house. This is not new to me. Yeah. The idea that I would work out in my own home, the idea that I would shower at 3 p.m., the idea that I would eat a chocolate bar and call that breakfast or dinner yeah. or both. Yeah. Steve, it's do I have ju- a problem? Am I depressed? I mean, I say it sounds like an ideal situation, so oh, okay, good. do I have a problem? Am I depressed? No, because you're validating my life choices. Perfect. But I, it's also like... Guys, we have been like front facing cameras and webcams are not new. You guys have been Instagram storying and Instagram living. We've been doing all this. Yes. Like, yes. We're, we're, we know yeah. everything about everyone already. Why do we need a Zoom link? Then again, I'm probably going to end up doing them and then. Every time I'm in one, be like, shouldn't have said that on the podcast. (laughs) 
Listen, we are in the early days of the coronavirus lockdown. Uh, oh, it's only going till April. Oh, apparently, apparently. Uh, e- even <laughs> I'm, I, I'm a, I'm a. There's the glass kind of girl. It's neither half empty nor half full. It just exists, and mm-hmm. I'm pretty certain that this thing is going to go on a while. I hope that I can look back at this and go, "Oh, Nadia, you." Dumb bitch, you were so wrong. But I, <laughs> I also hope fear... I hope we can all look back on this and be like, "Oh, Nadia, you dumb bitch." <laughs> um, because we're in the early days of social distancing and self isolating and all of that, I can totally understand where people are trying to cope. And part of that coping means giving yourself a fun Zoom background that blocks off like the fact that all of your laundry is on the floor instead of in a hamper, like a normal That's person. That's true. Now, can you, you sound like an expert. Um, can you walk me through, because some people are Zooming, some people are in Google Hangups, Hangouts. Some people will be like, oh, do you want to watch this? We're going to watch it on Skype. Is everybody using the same thing and just calling it like, like, are people really Skyping or do we just call it Skyping because, like, Skyping has been so prevalent? I think people just call it Skyping be- to mean any kind of video conferencing because Skype was okay. sort of that first big one. Yeah. Zoom is its own thing. It's It's meant for teleconferencing, but part of the appeal of Zoom is it can hold more than 100 people. Google Hangouts oh. can only hold, I think, up to 20 and it maxes out. And even then... That's kind of tricky. Like, Even, yeah, if I'm at 20, I mean. It's a lot. That's that's almost as bad as, a, I might as well be at a, I might as well be out. Yeah. You, I might as well have coronavirus. <laughs> uh, I really just think my anti-anxiety medication is so good that I am now in a place where I'm looking around being like, you guys chill out. Yes. Uh, yeah, that, yeah, there's a little bit of that in my brain. There's definitely, I think this is where my brain is right now. If you looked at my brain like a piece of pie, one piece of pie is like, wow, what if this is how I die? And then another piece of pie is like, you know what? I really miss just like going to a thrift shop and being mm-hmm. in there for an hour and rifling through all the clothes and then maybe considering buying a jacket. And then there's another piece of the pie that's like, oh, I I truly do miss like hugging people. And then there's another piece of the pie that's like, I could I could do this for a while. I'm fine. This is fine. Um speaking of hugging people, I agree. I'm I miss physical contact to a degree, but I have decided, and people might not know this about me, but I am an awkward hug person. I always err on the side of hugging someone when saying goodbye or hello. Um, Just, I want to get the awkwardness of, are we going to hug? Are we going to shake hands? What are we going to do out of the way? And I also want to err on the side of not being rude. So I always over hug. And this has given me an opportunity to be like, I think I'm going to hug less. (laughs) It does make me wonder if, like, I'm a big hugger, and I know that there's lots of people out there that don't like physical contact, and I am the person that's always going to run up and try to hug you, and now I'm like, oh, no, I'm the creep. I should probably. Yeah. I'm in the same boat as you. Um, I do think, now that we're not shaking hands, 
the concept of shaking a hand feels weird, right? Like, yeah, like, hi, my palm, which is probably very sweaty and or cold or clammy or something. Let me feel what your hand feels like while you examine my hand. It's weird, right? Yeah. I think I think there may be some things that we lose completely when we realize that we don't need them anymore. I think handshakes are one to go. I think retail stores. Yeah. <laughs> or there could be like one retail store that is like the place like the HQ. You go to an HQ if you really want to get fitted for something. Yeah. Maybe. And then everything else is done online. Yeah. Uh I don't see why I think that there's a lot of organizations that are going to have a riot on their hands when they're told when they tell their employees that they need to go back to an office once people adjust to a work from home lifestyle. Now I know a lot of people who actually oh, don't yeah. like work from home. They like the work and home separation. And they also like going into an office and seeing people. I think that there's a good number of folks, though, that are probably going to go like, wait, why do we go into an office? That's weird. We don't need to do that. We did everything fine without it. Oh, we could save money without an office. Yes, exactly. Um, What's another thing that's going to, I think, disappear or like we're going to realize we don't need it? Um, Grapes. Every time I've gone to a grocery store... Grapes There's always are everywhere. Can I tell you, I actually got grapes. I know I've brought it up before, but I do the imperfect foods boxes. Yes. And I just, I felt bad. So I got grapes. Um, <laughs> you took pity on the poor grapes? Yeah, Nadia, these grapes are fucking awful. They're like smushy. They're tiny. They're green. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with green grapes, but you know. No, it's just every time I've been in, I just, the grapes are completely neglected. I'm like, God, even in a panic buying pandemic, nobody wants yeah. these things. Unless you no. ferment them and turn them into wine. And yeah. then, then, um, I don't know. Well, it's like, who then are they Sherry for? from the PTA can talk. Because they're on the vine. You have to pick them off the little stems. And it's like, oh, these would be work like candy for kids. But like, you're going to have to pick them off the stems and like. I don't know. I guess you could freeze them. Or they don't go in smoothies. They don't go in anything. You can't freeze them and use them as ice cubes instead of water. Yeah, any good so, housekeeping article that tells you that is bogus. No. You know what you're going to have? A cold grape in your white <laughs> wine for 20 minutes. You know what you're going to have after that? A soggy grape floating at the top of your beverage. And nobody wants that. Um, I do worry for things like the restaurant industry because I love eating and I worry for, I just worry for every industry right now. Oh yeah. Um, although I don't know, I gotta, I gotta admit it is nice to look up and realize, Hey, the sky is clear. Especially because we live in Los Angeles, which is very smoggy and polluted. Oh, often. we've had some beautiful days. Oh, absolutely. Like you go, if you go outside or you go for a walk while staying six feet apart and you know, all, all that jazz, uh, you get up there and you're like, hey, I can see things now. It's not just smoggy ass gas everywhere. Yeah. It's kind of nice. Yeah. The rain came and it washed away all of the pollution. We've had a lot of rain in Los Angeles, which I don't know if it, I feel like it's made 
quarantining easier because you don't want to go out on a nice on a rainy day. Yes, but I, am, I wonder I if that's going to make nice days hard. Yeah, I want it to keep raining. If we're going to yeah. be inside, I would like the weather to be absolutely miserable in like a rain or snow type day. Not not so miserable that like you can't go do anything, but just enough to make it feel like you're not missing out on like yeah. a gift that Mother Nature is giving us. Yeah, uh, I mean, we're in the sunshine state. No, we're not. But what do we call it? <laughs> no, it's a sunshine state. Is it? I thought Florida I... was the sunshine state. Oh, shit. What is? Oh, it's more the golden state. Yeah. Golden state. That's it. You should know. You're a native. I know. I'm sorry. Well, I was born in Ohio. Oh, uh, okay. You're a Buckeye. Uh-huh. For two years. Two and a half years. Something like that. Anyway. um, Something. Okay. Speaking of gifts. Uh, Britney Spears is the gift that keeps on giving this whole COVID-19. I don't know. I'm kind of concerned. Okay. I'm concerned with, I'm just concerned with a lot of celebrities in their quarantining. (laughs) Like, have you, did you see, like, was that really Madonna singing about frying fish or was that an insane person that looks like Madonna? I'm very concerned for Madonna and what she was doing there. Plus, like, you could see a lighting camera. So that really was her. That really was her. I honestly don't know i'm gonna okay. say yes but also i it must be with so the lighting confused. and stuff like that like yeah okay but it, it was it was disturbing to say the least people like this is a woman who has spent her and ent- i know she's how old it doesn't matter how old she is like over 40 years in the industry like all she knows how to do is be in front of people and be with people so to like lock her in a house with no access to the public is I mean it's just fascinating. I wish we would have installed cameras in her house before this <laughs> happened. There's so many things like if we like the television we could have the Big Brother seasons, the celebrity Big Brothers we could have had if we had foresaw this. Well, you know that did you hear about the German Big Brother? Oh, that they came out because all yeah. reality shows, right? They uh, all reality shows basically it's like you're they take away your phones, you don't know what's going on, you're in this bubble and then once they sort of release you back into the wild, they have to tell you everything and I think what they did is they said, "Yeah, uh there's this going on" and they all went back inside. Do I have that right? Um, I'm not sure how it turned out. I just remember reading about that it was going to happen and I was like, I don't know. Maybe you could have let them know while they were still in the house. <laughs> Maybe you could have broke the rules and let them know about the not like. I mean, those people must be like, "Well, fuck! What about my family? What if yes. I like, you know, what if my aunt has corona?" Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's there's a lot of there's a lot of times so far. I would say in the last couple of weeks where the rules can and should have been broken and were not for some reason like i think it's fine to give every citizen a little extra cash right now i think that's a good idea i think it's a good idea when you think about how much money there is yeah yeah well they set like 3.2 trillion dollars on fire and then threw it in the toilet and then set the toilet on fire and it did nothing it did nothing for the economy so i'm just like Oh, so you magically pulled that much money out of your ass. Surely you can pull that much more. Like if they had given that money to everybody, I think everybody would get like 20 grand or something. It's crazy. 
at yeah. least in America. For our international listeners, you'll just have to do the math on the populations of your various countries. Uh, yeah, and then get back and then email it to us at why do you know that pod at gmail.com. And we'll give you a shout out and we'll say, this <laughs> is how many people live in Australia. Uh, exactly. <laughs> and how much money you might have gotten had your various elected officials put that kind of money into the stock market and had it tanked. It was such yes, a tank. But- it was it was like it was almost like as if money was trying to do an own on the government. You know? Yeah, like Wall Street, like was just like, "Hey, bye." Yeah. Like <laughs> it was no note. It was it was in Hunger Games third book, third movie, part one of Mockingjay when Peta comes back and she's like, "I don't understand. He's so volatile and just wants to murder me." But we used to be like teammates and in love like the stock market is being PETA and mocking Jay right now <laughs> this Which is an like, analogy all yeah. everyone can get behind <laughs> I mean anyone who listens to this for sure yeah that's fair <laughs> um, speaking Any, of celebrities anyone I respect <laughs> speaking of celebrities Jeremy Renner wants child wants to reduce child support payments which uh <sighs> That that's another one that why know, like what's happening because he says coronavirus is going to affect how much he can make which I'm like how how the Marvel movies are that's not like they're filming what oh, okay so maybe it'll affect how much you will make but it does not affect how much you have made yeah <laughs> it's crazy uh, I'm trying to think of among all the other big celebrity moments this week. I really keep coming back to the Britney one because I'm just like, she seems to be the Wait, only what, one. Wait, what did Britney do? I don't think we ever... Oh, she's been like PayPaling random people. She's just been like, you need medicine, you need food for your family, I will just straight up pay you. It's great. She seems to have like... Uh, she seems to be the only oh my person God. making any sense. I don't want to get your hopes up, Nadia. But... <laughs> The, I don't know how long how long you've been following Britney Spears on Twitter, but not Twitter, uh, Instagram. But I wouldn't. I'm just saying she might be crazy. I mean, I'm yes. I'm just saying before I'm just saying before we um before we push for a Sanders Spears ticket. Is that the thing that would push him over the edge? Would Boomer suddenly be like, yeah, I'll vote for Bernie now that he's got Brit on board? Maybe. I mean, I I can't. I don't even know what the logic is going on anymore. Everything stops you, Turvy. Uh, I've seen people walk their dogs like eight times. And I'm like, yeah. I know you weren't walking your dog that much before. Uh, mm-hmm. It's just this idea of like, like my dad's bored. Like, where the fuck are you going all day? You're retired anyway. What do you mean bored? What changed? You can't go out, so now you're bummed about it? It's like a child. Uh, my favorite thing has been uh, posting like a screen grab of your hangout as if to prove, hey, Ugh. look at all these friends I have. Those are not proving to me that you're having fun or that you're cool. It's just proving to me that you met seven other idiots. That's awful. I'm sorry. 
I just don't understand it. And I do them. I FaceTime with my nephew every day. Yes, I, I FaceTime I, with yeah. yeah, I've also been FaceTime. I've, I've been with FaceTime folks. with friends. Yeah. Um done some but hangouts. Honestly, it's, it's the sharing of the it's the establishing like a uh, hangout FOMO, I think is what that it is. That is you're exactly right. That is exactly what it is. What's what's driving me crazy is the idea that you, uh, that anyone feels a need to share that they had a hangout and who was in the hangout. Like guys, if I follow you and I look at your stories, you're already cool enough, probably. Probably. <laughs> or you just or you just already follow me. But you have, know, just ha- have you done anything that uh other people seem to be doing, like hiking a lot? Getting out um of no hiking. I've been doing a lot of walks. In fact, let me open up. Sorry, I've been <laughs> Um, let me open up on my computer. I have a, uh, I just have a list of things that I was gonna, that I, I can bring up that I've spoke that I haven't had a chance to speak about with people this week. Um, it's not on, it kind of is on here, but yes. So not a lot of hikes, not a lot of walking children in nature, but I do, I do make it a point to go out for a long walk around the neighborhood every day. And I like to do it, um, earlier in the day, like morning, or more likely later at night when the sun's gone down, just because I avoid less, I avoid more people that way. There's less people on the sidewalk. Mm-hmm. But I really, uh, but speaking of going for walks and and getting out and that the the mental goodness that gives you, I really want to recommend to you and to anybody else to um, get into a routine because I feel if like I let myself sleep in a little because who the fuck cares and then there's like things in my app my productive app which i've talked about on here before and it's just stuff like write in your journal do a gratitude list go for a walk and i feel like if i just write do professional things and i feel like if i just make sure to have all that done before the sun goes down it changes my just mental well-being completely because i feel like all right I've accomplished and now I'm going to sit down and watch a movie or watch the television and I'm going to be not hard on myself because I did stuff today. You're not going to put anything on the television though. You're just going to watch it blank. Stare at a blank screen while I play on my switch. Yeah. Um, Perfect. Okay. Well, do you want to know what I'm doing right now? What are you doing right now? Um, Well, this entire podcast, I have been uh, coloring. (laughs) Oh, that's delightful. I can't recommend coloring enough. I got some adult colored pencils, which don't be fooled. They're just less joyful colors. They're just less bright. <laughs> They're less vibrant. They're muted colors. Yeah, and it makes me, it bothers me. What is the, they're, um, they're Crayola also, but like a much more adult kind of theme. Um, ugh. Rich. 50 rich colors. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Give me that like bright blue, that insane cherry red. I have a colored pencil called Pale Rose and Mauve. Who needs Pale Rose and Mauve? Those sound like lipstick colors that look exactly the same. I have Silver Gray, Cool Gray, and Slate. Too many grays. Ugh. But I have, uh, but I have an adult coloring book of uh, Nickelodeon Nicktoons. So I got it as a gift a long time ago, and I'm just, I'm going nuts on this Ren and Stimpy piece, I'll tell you. Oh, you're going to have to post it to the gram. 
Oh, you know it's going on the gram. <laughs> uh, what you were saying about routine, I think, is super important. I have been doing this thing where I realized not too long ago, oh, what plans? There are no plans. Plans? Plans mm-hmm. are a thing of the past. So I have set forth to-do lists that only encompass three days. Like it can, it's a max, it maxes out at 72 hours. And the idea being that there's got to be basics in there. I've got to go for walks or do some kind of exercise. I've got to make food. Um, And then anything else that I need to get done, I can only think ahead up to three days. And that I think is very, very useful because as the news changes every hour, it's like, it's impossible. It's impossible to think about anything. It's I keep getting emails for like flight deals and I'm like... (laughs) Oh, yeah. airlines, you dumb bitch. Like, when, when, when am I going to fly on you? Yeah. Southwest is like, because I had a trip booked. I mean, I still do technically, but I have a trip trip booked in April. And Southwest is like, your flight's around the corner. Do you still, uh, do you want to rent a car or add a hotel to your reservation? And then right below that email is like a solemn uh, message from the CEO of Southwest. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's another thing is like every, every, I don't know, on the half hour, I had no idea how many people have my email, how many companies Ugh. have my email. And so how it's many... a, lot of, a message from this one stationary store you went to 12 years ago. And so many CEOs sending the message. Yes. A message from, <laughs> a, message a message from, from Domino's this... Pizza or whatever. And I'm like, yeah. oh, cool. I'm glad to know. I'm glad to know that Domino's is on top of this. Yeah. And where here's my thing. Where was the CEO of Domino's Pizza before? Like, <laughs> like at least with Papa John, he was always up there. He was always visible. He always knew that Papa John had a hand in, in the business. Right. But, Versus Domino's. You know, I couldn't tell you what they look like. Right. A message from the CEO of HelloFresh wants to let me know how good HelloFresh is doing. Hey, don't worry. I canceled HelloFresh a year ago. <laughs> and if you were a better CEO, you'd at least make sure I, this email wasn't going to me. You're not dyeing your hair, are you? I feel like that's the thing I keep seeing a lot of is people just going like, fuck it. Now's when I'm going to go teal or pink. And I go, you know what? More power to you. It makes you feel in control. But also... Well, surely you could read a book no um actually no i haven't changed my hair but something else i did want to speak about facial hair now i don't know if i've brought this up but i cannot grow a beard i don't know that you have brought this up i can't grow a beard i can i can barely grow facial hair but because like if i don't shave for a couple days i get like middle school stubble like just the mustache goatee area and then like blotches on my neck mhm and but so since i haven't had it since i haven't had to worry about going out and looking like garbage at an audition or at work or anything like that um i was i've actually been able to um I mean, I look awful, don't get me wrong, but I could shave everything but the mustache and let the mustache keep going and have a decent mustache at least. So as of now, let's consider this March because it's a no-shave March for mustaches. (laughs) So move over, Movember, Movember move over. (laughs) 
We're now in March. Move over, Movember. <laughs> it's March. Coming into Mopril. But anyway, so no, I'm not going to dye my hair, but I might see about a mustache. But now that I've committed this to microphone, I probably will not keep a mustache. That's fair. You can you can always take photos of yourself, put it online, ask the folks to vote on your mustache. Make it a project because apparently that's the other thing I keep seeing people do is making projects. Now some of this a lot of times I see people making projects that uh I've known about for a really long time and they're like, "Hey, now I have the time to do this." And I say more power to them. And there are other sure. folks out there that uh they are a Madonna in their own right, meaning all they know how to do is be in front of people. Therefore, yeah. they, instead of taking a moment to maybe self-reflect, again, reading a book. I don't know. There's a lot of movies out there. There's a lot of television. I watched All of yeah. Love is Blind. I don't and? necessarily recommend it. It's but perfect trash. It. It's perfect <laughs> trash, though. It's wonderful, wonderful trash. If you're just And looking it's better for than The Circle? Uh, it's more trashy, I think, than The Circle. I think The Circle is a better show, but I think Love is Blind. Like, I I may hate every single person that comes on camera, including just, well, like, random passerbys. So, I'll check it out. I have time. Yeah, exactly. That's the thing. We all have time now, so you might as well. Now, I, I appreciate everybody's hustle, but at the same time, I do kind of feel like hustle culture is maybe destroyed the idea that you could just sit down and watch some tv tonight and again and not like the way steve watches tv where he just watches a blank screen but actual television you know turn on boot up boot up the old flicks the old netflix boot up up your flicks yeah (laughs) why didn't they use why didn't they use that as a motto boot Boot up up your your flicks flicks. hey hey if you guys are listening yeah you you know that one that one's on that one's on me you know what you know what i did you know what I did like better than uh, um, staring at a blank screen is uh, Disney Plus put Frozen 2 out early, two months early, in order to help with the kids staying at home. Uh-huh. Did, you have a chance to, did you have a chance to watch? Did you see it in theaters? Have you seen it on Disney Plus? I have not yet. Have you? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I had a... No, it's fine. I just had a rant that I can't go on until you know. No, go ahead. Because here's the thing. I really didn't care for Frozen 1. And there's it's not a chance in hell that I'll see Frozen 2. It's just there's some other stuff I'm going to get to before I get down there. So go, (laughs) go, go on the rant. I'll say I'll say that you don't have Olaf's chance in hell of watching Frozen 2. Well, one thing I have a problem with is how often they cuddle or hug Olaf. And it's like, that's snow. That's not cuddly. That's a stick. Stop being like, I love the feeling of your hand in mine. You're holding a stick. Yeah, Um, that's not not real. I I really liked Frozen 2. I think I liked it better than Frozen 1. You just can't ask questions. It all falls apart the second you say, wait, huh? So you can't. You can't stop and think, and Frozen 2 is wonderful. But here's my gripe. I'll keep it as um, spoiler-free as possible because I'm sure one day you'll watch it. Frozen 2 doesn't seem to realize that the hero of this movie is not Elsa. It's Anna because Elsa has superpowers. So when Elsa tames a fire ghost or rides a water horse to the... Uh, to a secret island in the middle of the ocean and freezes stairs and runs across them. She has superpowers. That's not 
I, you're not seeing the bravery the way you do. It's like a Marvel movie. You're never thinking like, oh man, the Hulk and Iron Man are so brave. You're thinking like, yep, that's what they do. I'm here to watch them smash and win. And I feel it's the same way with Elsa. So what the movie completely doesn't realize it's doing is it's created a very relatable, very heroic, brave hero in Anna, who does all of this without special powers. She can't freeze. She can't do shit. She's just Anna. Her special power is tagging along. And... (laughs) She's just your friend from high school who shows up to things. And so she's the one with the major all is lost moment. She sings a really, first of all, Kristen Bell's voice acting is crazy good. But like, I don't think Disney realized that people were going to watch and like really respond to Anna because she's the one doing this by choice. Not because she's the ice queen lady who who does who can do these things, but because she knows that it's the right thing to do. And I think that makes her more brave. I think that makes her more heroic. And I think that she deserves more at the end than Elsa's sloppy seconds and a snowman. That's my other Frozen 2 spoiler. I don't think Elsa spends any... I don't know if she interacts with Olaf. It's kind of just like Anna's guy. She's like, oh yeah, there's your your weird friend that who's you think their hands are real cool, 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 cool. Yeah. I mean, what I'm gonna say is, listen to the soundtrack, and then watch the movie, and that way you kind of know, like, oh, that song I liked is coming up. I'll pay more attention now. Mm, okay, that's a good way to think of like any musical movie, basically. Movie, musical, musical movie, whatever. No, um, I'm. You didn't like. For- you hated Frozen 1. I did not care for Frozen 1. I I actually think it's not a very good film. Uh and It wasn't even just okay. It was you? it was yeah, it was just I think what it is is and I know it's it's a darling uh and sort of a new classic and so I don't know how much of that is me looking at stuff that I watched animated classics as a kid and going like, well these are my picks and how much of it is just how much I didn't care for the film itself. But I think what bothers me is I really just wanted it to either be about the sisters or be about this uh, relationship thing. I saw it with no expectations, but I know exactly why I love Frozen. I saw it with my grandma, who was 92 or 93 at the time, my sister and my aunt and my aunt's husband. And my aunt and her husband were like 15 minutes late, which is fine because it was an AMC. So we still had 45 minutes of previews to go, but uh, the seats were full. So I had to sit in the second row all the way to the right with my grandma. Um, The screen was too bright. So she had her like, you know, when somebody has like cataract surgery and they have those big chunky plastic sunglasses that like cover like their regular glasses and everything she had. So she put those on because the movie theater screen was too bright. The theater next door had an action movie. So they're like the ground rumbled really quick from like an explosion in the movie next door. Mm -hmm. And she was like. She turns and she's like, oh, did the floor just move? Is it like that movie that we got little in? She was referring to when we saw Honey, I Shrunk the Audience at Epcot Center. She thought that the floor was moving in a Honey, I Shrunk the Audience capacity. Um, This was all in the first 10 minutes because then she fell asleep and uh, missed most of the movie. She fell asleep before anything was frozen. Um, 
and uh, and afterwards, I asked her when I we were walking to the car. Oh, Grandma, did you like the movie? Oh, I liked it. What was your favorite part? I liked when the floor moved. Um. Oh, and also she mentioned she did wake up uh, at one point in the movie and mention that uh, this was a good movie, but not as good as when the man became the lady. Because I think. I think her favorite movie of all time is Mrs. Doubtfire. And anytime we took her to a movie theater since taking her to see Mrs. Doubtfire, she would always bring up Mrs. Doubtfire. (laughs) This is like my grandma who continually brought up one of the few movies that we were like, yeah, we should watch this. This is good. And she hadn't seen it, which is cool runnings. And then she always wanted to watch it again when we were visiting to the point where I think I've seen cool runnings like 30 times. And now I can't stand the film because I've had to see it so many times. That's a weird. My grandpa was like that with Sister Act. My grandpa loved Sister Act and always put on Sister Act for us. Yeah. Everybody's got one. There's always one. I will say this. I hope that movie theaters don't disappear because as fun as it is to watch something in the comfort of your own home, even be on your phone while you're doing it, there is something magical and lovely about sitting in a theater with people because then you get moments like that one. Yeah, or cats. Yes. Oh, cats is the thing that people should be streaming right now. It is. Is it streamable? It is streamable now. It is. Is it the twenty dollar rental streamable like The Hunt? I d- <laughs> that I that I can't speak to. All I know is that I know that people have done some of those go, uh, Skype, Zoom, etc. viewings, Netflix party type viewings, uh, for cats and. It's the kind of thing where I go, that's a thing where you want to be with people. But you should watch it on your own if you're like, I'm never going to pay for that. If it is available for you to rent very cheaply and or watch for free, do that. It is the perfect acid trip on top of all the madness going on outside. I mean, I don't think it can be understated how important the movie Cats is to (laughs) us. It is the it is the glue that's holding society together at this point. Like how so I mean, I know we've talked about it. There's nothing new to say about it, but to have that much effort and energy uh, and it's to it's go the towards cr- that. It it is really truly the pandemic of films in that every step of the way, every choice that has been made has been wrong. Every so conscious choice could have been different, and it wasn't. And that's why we have what we have. I mean... Okay, yep, just as I suspected. <laughs> I, was just, I was just doing a... This is great because... You can't see me, so you don't know what I'm... I, I move away to look at the computer, and it seems like I've just disappeared... Here's here's my problem with director Tom Hooper. Director Tom Hooper and his works. Um, as we know, he directed The King's Speech, mm-hmm. which got a lot of Oscar buzz and won Best Picture. And that gave him a lot of clout as a director in the industry. The King's Speech was produced by the Weinstein Company, known very much for bullying peers and other people in the industry into like basically giving them nominations and awards. That's one so thing they're of, known for. Right. Well, <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, it's something they used to be known for. Now they're only known for one thing. But uh-huh. so it's just crazy to me that this movie that like we can all agree was f- fine at best was like good the first time you saw it. And then when you watched it again after finding out it was best picture are just like, I, uh, okay. Then we give him Les Mis, which we all agree wasn't good. We yeah. can only say it looked good. We can only say all we can say about Les Mis was he made a he put together a lot of footage that could make some amazing trailers. So good for you for that. But it's like, and then we give him cats. It's like stop giving him millions of dollars because the wine scene company forced everyone to give King's speech the best picture. Was that too much? No, not at all. Not in these trying times. Uh, oh, also the Danish girl. Sorry. <laughs> Just tacking it on at the end. I don't Sor- have anything. Ba- I didn't see it. Sorry, I have nothing to sorry, say about it. Sorry, DG heads. Sorry, I can't speak to the Danish girl. All right. Well, don't worry, everybody. Nadia and I are safe with separate microphones mm-hmm. and software at our our own isolated homes. Yep. I know I'm washing my hands and oh, staying inside. My hands are raw from being washed so much. Um, uh, maybe look into some oils for that. Yeah. Uh, so we'll be getting pretty awesome guests from the comfort of their homes as well, because guess what? Nobody's got shit to do. Exactly. So stick around. We promise. Uh, do you want to plug anything at this time, Steve? Um, yes, actually, I do. Oh. Um, uh, speaking of uh, our podcast and guests, friend of the pod, Zach Reno, who was on for Animal Crossing. Um, I did end up getting Animal Crossing New Horizons for Nintendo Switch. So if anyone knows how to find me on there, I can't figure out how to go to islands. But if anyone wants to find my island, it's there. <laughs> you heard it here first. Steve is ha- is on an island, and he can't figure out how to go to the other ones. I mean, uh, what a world we're living in where a podcast person has nothing to plug but their Animal Crossing <laughs> island. I mean, honestly, it is taking over. And I am so glad that uh, I got to talk to Zach about all that stuff because I have a clue as to what people are talking about oh. right now. I tried to get a Switch and now they are price gouging them. And oh, it seems kind of impossible. I just had to wait. You just wait. I just um, wait. Yeah. Um, <laughs> All right. Do you have anything to plug? Uh, I have been making a lot of baked goods. I have been baking Ooh. a lot from the comfort of my home, and I've been putting some of that stuff up on my Instagram. So if you go to at Ms. Nadia Osman on Instagram, and if you are somebody who likes watching another person uh, make bread biscuity type things, feel free to check those out. Uh, I, I'm calling it bunker baking which is not a particularly original title. It's just the first thing that came to mind because we're all tired. We're so tired. We need this to end. I need to know if I'm going to die from this thing or not. I need to know how many people I'm going to lose from this thing. I need to know when it's okay to to go shopping again. One of my few like stress relievers. I need Here's a manicure. Here's what I love. I love that in a year we can go back and listen to this episode 
and future Stephen Nadia will be like, oh man, we had no idea oh, when yes. we were recording that that dot dot dot. Yeah, yeah, exactly. This is only the beginning. Yeah. So let's uh we'll we'll leave everyone with that. Chase your own <laughs> dot dot dot. Find your teaching Mrs. Tingle. Hey everybody, thanks for listening. If you like what you heard, tell everyone you know every way you know how. Remember to subscribe, rate, and review, and be sure to go back and listen to our older episodes if you missed them. We talked about some weird stuff. And be sure to follow us on Instagram at Why Do You Know That Pod or on Twitter at Why Do You Know Pod. They're different. And if you've got questions, comments, concerns, whatever, be sure to email us at Why Do You Know That Pod at gmail.com. Let's do this again sometime. Uh-huh.